It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This, my friends, is Access Atlanta. It's a new podcast that shares the best things to do, see, eat, and experience. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison, and this week I'm here once again with our radio and TV writer, Rodney Ho. Welcome. Hey, Shane. How are you? I'm great. And uh, tell us a little bit about what you brought for us this week. I decided to just look at the world of extras, but we have so many uh, scripted productions in town, usually 20 or 30 at a time. So literally hundreds of extras are being used every single day right. on all sorts of films and TV shows. And I was like, hey, let's do a, you know, an extras 101 because anybody can be an extra. There's yeah. The qualifications are you're breathing and you're standing pretty <laughs> right. much. That's pretty much <laughs> right. it. Right. But yeah, they're often look for looking for special things, though. Sometimes, you know? but I mean, most of the time, it's just people sitting right. at a restaurant or walking yeah. in a mall. I mean, they just sometimes they need specific types, of yeah. course, depending on uh, who it is. They they might need a certain look uh, for right. different types of shows, and it's not high paying. I don't think anybody would be surprised. Um, you know, and so I, yeah, ultimately, I spoke with one of the uh, casting agents. Uh, Heather Taylor is yep. her name for uh, casting Taylor Made. She's yeah. been doing it several years, and I spoke with Jeanette Stout, who has been an extra for many, many years, mm-hmm. and has done you know literally hundreds of productions, right? Commercials, right. TV shows, films, you name yeah. it. She's done it. Yeah. Uh, so they gave me kind of the skinny from both a- ends, you know, from right. the end of the extra as well as the casting agents. What are they looking for? Right. Right. So that's the thing. Yeah, it's something that that anybody can do. Yeah. And- it, it sounds like it's kind of like. You know, let's say you're between jobs. Uh, it might be a good way to fill time. Right. Uh, I mean, it, it's uh, you'd have to be super flexible. That's the thing. Right. It, to accommodate them, because oftentimes they'll say, you know, hey, go some random city in Douglasville, or so you go to Douglasville like tomorrow morning. Right. You know, it's like right. sometimes they give you very little time. Right. Uh, so you have to be ready to leave. And, you know, often these, uh, you know, it'll take 12 hours. I mean, yeah. they, often they expect you to be there a long time. Right. So you better have, you know, yourself set, you right. know, when it comes to your kids or whatnot, yeah. whatever you're doing with your dog, you better yeah, yeah, have yeah. all that set. So it's, yeah. it, while it's an easy job per se, in terms of all you have to do basically is listen to the, you know, to the assist, you know, whoever is assigned to watch over you guys mm-hmm. and tell you what to do, just do it. You know, don't walk right. away. Don't wander off right. without telling anybody. 
um, you know, don't just start talking to Clint Eastwood or whatnot, you yeah, know, or yeah. any of the big stars. I mean, it's <laughs> look, they're doing a job. I mean, it's you know, I'm sure they're very nice and they don't mind talking to you, but they're focused on trying to do their job, mm-hmm. which is acting or directing or whatnot. Right. And you're there to just be window dressing. Right. So you have to kind of realize you're not a big star just because you're on the set <laughs> of a Clint Eastwood movie doesn't make you Clint Eastwood. Right. But yeah, and I imagine that, that it involves probably a lot of standing around waiting. Yes, there there are, you know, there are waiting rooms so you could sit right. for a lot of it, but sometimes if you're in a crowd, if you're doing a scene in a concert or something, you're going to be standing there a long time. Mm-hmm. You could be staying there an hour, two hours. You better yeah. You know, you have to be patient. And, right. uh, you know, sometimes you end up doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And you have to pretend occasionally. I- I've seen people do scenes where they have to watch something as if they're watching right. it. And it's they're not really watching it. Right. That's yeah. fine. It's a little yeah. bit of acting yeah. in a sense. You have to sometimes have fake conversations with people at a restaurant behind yeah. you. But you can't be too loud. Yeah. Because you got to make sure, you know, they want some ambient sound, but not too much. So right. you don't want to be too loud. Yeah. And uh, you don't want to stand out in any way. You're an extra. You don't want, hey, what's up with that guy back there? What's he doing? Yeah, you don't yeah. want that to happen either. So it's a great. It's also a great way to see how the sausage is made, so to speak. <laughs> it's not fun. I mean, really. I mean, being on a set, while it's kind of cool to see John Hamm maybe or Olivia yeah. Wilde, um, you know, at the same time, it, I think that part goes away pretty quickly because, yeah. you know, there are a lot of people on a set. Um, mm-hmm. Each of them has specific jobs, but oftentimes they're not doing their jobs because they can only do their jobs. If you're doing hair and makeup, you're not doing it 24-7, but you have right. to be there. Yeah. So there's a lot of waiting around for people. It's not It's not the most, like, let's say it's not as, you know, it's not as efficient as a lot of types of jobs. Yeah, right. I mean, a lot of people are doing, are standing around. Right. Yeah, and uh, it's not anywhere near as glamorous as we might like to think, No, too, no, and sometimes, yeah, you spend eight hours on a scene and they use it for 30 seconds. Right. Like, wow, we spent all that time, but especially yeah. for high-budget movies, yeah, and a lot of it's done in post nowadays, mm-hmm. CGI and stuff, so you're yeah. often doing all sorts of strange things that don't look anything like what's going to end right. up being on screen. <laughs> but, yeah, we I'm sure we all know people who have done some, you know, work on on film and TV things but, here because it's, it's so, so it's so prevalent. Yeah, there now. are at least ten casting agencies. You can easily, you know, go to Facebook, sign up for project casting backstage. These websites that compile all the various, um, you know, ways to become an extra or find out jobs to become an extra. And right. you know, all you really need are uh, photos. You just need photos of yourself. You don't need. Glamour shots photos. You don't need like really nice photos of yourself. You just need photos of yourself doing regular things or selfies of you in different places, maybe on the beach or inside or, you know, just different scenarios, maybe in an office, at home. You know, they want to see you, you know, in different. So you have a bunch of photos ready. So if they Mm -hmm. need you to be on the beach, you have a beach shot. Or if they need you to be a lawyer, you better have a shot of you in a suit. Yeah. Uh, So you if you want to, you know, be something, you better be ready. If you want to be a homeless person, maybe you have you know, something that makes you look kind of scrungy. But that's, yeah. uh, you know, you, you have to be ready for different scenarios if you yeah. want to do this. Uh, and if you just want to do it once or twice, it's a bucket list thing, sure, try. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's probably worth doing once like anything. Yeah. You know, it's just to say that you did it. Yeah. And maybe you might end up on screen one day, you're watching a movie or TV show, right. hey, there's the back of my head <laughs> for half a second behind, uh, you know, right. Robert Redford. I yeah. don't know. So. Yeah, I have friends who still talk about being in movies way back in the 80s when they filmed Free Jack here, was it? it yeah, was it was like early a, 90s, yeah. Early 90s, rather. Yeah, yeah. It's like I still have friends who talk about being... Yeah, yeah. that shot. That was shot entirely in the city of Atlanta, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was downtown. Was a that lot Wesley of Snipes? It. 
Oh, no, no, that was uh, Mick Jagger. Yes, Mick, okay, Jagger. Mick Jagger. And and I can't remember who else was in it. I just remember Mick Jagger was in it. So Yeah, now and that back then there were not as many films. So no, it no. Deal. Now it was, it's become was, almost like not that big a deal. You, right. You see these code signs everywhere, yeah. and you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But a lot of these, you know, there's still some big films being shot here. You know, we shot Avengers here, you know, yeah. geez. Yeah. Uh, and they needed, a, you know, extras, so it's mm-hmm. – you know, obviously you can't, uh, you know, they don't want you to bring yourself, you know, if you have a cell phone, they're going to, you know, especially the the higher end movies, they're going to make you keep it in the holding room mm-hmm. yep. or you're, you know, they're going to just take it away from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, you're going to have to bring a book. Yeah. 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 Because some of them are so suspicious yeah. and nervous yeah, about to, people yeah. taking photos. And so, yeah, that. go old school analog yeah. with a book. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, if they see you like shooting pictures of the actors like on set, mm. you're not going coming back. And the nope. casting agents will quickly learn and you will be blacklisted yeah. pretty fast. Uh, yeah. So don't don't do that. Cool. Well, so so you said you, you spoke with a couple of these folks. Yeah, and we're going to hear from them, and okay. uh, they'll give us some stories and some advice. Yeah, great. So if you if you want to uh, maybe show up in a TV show or a movie. Yeah, there's plenty uh, of them. Ozark, Stranger Things is about to produce again. Yep. Yeah. So have a listen, and uh, thanks a lot, Rodney. Thank you. Hey, this is Rodney Ho with the AJC, and I'm here for people to learn about how to be an extra. And I brought two people in, um, Heather Taylor of TaylorMade. She does extras casting. And I brought in a super extra, somebody who's done it hundreds of times, Jeanette Stout. Thank you two for coming. Thanks for having us here. Thank you so much. So let's start with, I mean, everybody kind of knows what an extra is. Um, what, you know, can you give us some credentials in terms of what you've, you uh, you know, who you've cast, Heather? Like which which productions, which TV and film productions you've done over the years? Oh, wow. That is um, something I almost need to take my resume up for because there's so many of them. But um, I'm fortunate enough to be, I would say, my big claim to fame is Stranger Things. And I've been on that show since before it had its final title. And right. um, I we've done so many different productions for... Warner Brothers. We've done a lot of different ones for um, independent films. We have like four that just came out um, recently. One that's coming out that I'm really excited about, Just Mercy, which is with Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan. Uh, We did The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, which was really special. That was with Oprah. I have done all three seasons of Stranger Things, thanks to Heather. Um, (laughs) She's cast me as a a teacher, so you see me in, in each of the seasons popping up here and there. Okay, and you, Jeanette, have also been on The Walking Dead as a walker. That's right. Um, um, as a walker um, and also as a person, you see me uh, pop up in different places. I've been mm-hmm. a, a heapster. I've been um, a savior worker. I've been uh, a whisperer. Mm-hmm. And um, I also have been able to work as a stand-in on the show and a body double. All right. We'll talk some more about how, how this all works. Um, but if somebody's interested or curious about getting some extra work, um, Heather, can you give us kind of a basic like baseline and what somebody needs to do to even get connected with you? With myself, we have we make it very easy for people that are able to use Facebook or people that are not interested in using Facebook and just want to go directly. All you have to do is go to our website, which is castingtailormade.com, or you can go on Facebook and you just type in Casting Tailor Made, and you're able to see all the castings that we're doing on a daily basis. We will post 
um, constantly on the different jobs that we're offering and that we're casting for. And then um, we also have people that sign up to a database, which is a link that you can also sign up on the website. And very often we have special castings where we'll just go and exclusively look for what age group we're looking for or what type of person we're looking for. And there's so many different varios, variables, you know, that create what we are trying to cast. So there's lots of different ways, but you can ensure that you'll be seen and that you'll be connected by definitely going on those two sites and following us, liking us, so you can get that. And, and Jeanette, there are, like, I counted, there are at least 10 different casting oh, companies in a town. Lot. So much production a here. Lot. And do you, how do you do you keep track of all of them, or do you, are there certain ones you care about more than others? Or? Sure. The first thing that's really important. Um, I know um, Heather just said you don't necessarily have to be on Facebook, but there are so many castings that are. Uh, put up onto Facebook and filled within the hour, within the half hour. So um, a lot of people say, oh, I never get cast. And I'm like, well, are you on Facebook? Yeah, even if you don't like Facebook, it's kind of a necessity in this situation. Yeah, I would you? say for this industry, it's yeah. really, if you're trying to work on... It's, it's the most efficient. It's the most efficient way. And right. even there's better even some LinkedIn, other... Better than better than... Definitely. And there's also um, a lot of sites that literally just create like um, their ability to connect all the different categories casting calls together so you can see them all listed yeah, project right casting. there. There's exactly. a few sites that do that as well. So yeah. those are really, really great to follow too because it'll give you all of the updates and information. Wonderful. In terms of what you provide, I mean, you need pictures, right? I mean, photos of yourself so right. they know what you look like, especially if you're Some new. Some of the right? things that you want to do um, as, a, as an extra, uh, if you're thinking about becoming an extra, um, the First, the very first thing that you should know is that absolutely none of the credible companies will ever, ever ask you for money. Um, there's Never. no no subscription fee. There's no charge uh, for That's any casting. Yeah, it's really so if important. someone's trying to get money out of you for headshots or anything else like that, then it's probably a scam, and you should right. stay away from that. Do you need official headshots, like really fancy ones? Absolutely no. not. Okay. <laughs> In fact, I think, Heather, you'll probably agree. No, I, every time I get uh, professional headshots, I actually reach out and say, could I please get a selfie, a current selfie? you'd rather see somebody. I want to see what you look like. Normal. We can dress you up any way we want, most likely, but we need to see the bones. We need to right. see what are we working with. Do you need head shots and full body shots as well? Yeah, you should have full body. And if you can't have someone take it immediately, you know, the mirror is great as long as it's in focus and I can see you and the lighting is correct. We just want to see who we're dealing with. That's gotcha. the most important thing for sure. And depending on the role, do you have, I mean, Jeanette, do you have like a different shots you take of your I have, a, I have a whole file folder full of uh, every time I play a different character, right. I keep that um, picture with me. And so the next time they say, hey, can you play a cop? You know, I'll be like, well, here's my picture from Black Lightning, you know, when I was a police officer. Gotcha. Um, the other thing is. Every Jeanette, wait, Jeanette is really, really great with that. And <laughs> I just want to touch ba touch on that because like she's, she's been she really has right? a great portfolio. And I had mentioned to you about how important it is to show your variations and range that you can do. And you are so great with showing your super classy look as we have her. You can't see her, everyone, but she's a very classy lady here. Oh, thank but you. But she could also try and play homeless. I know you've sent me photos of you being homeless. I know you've sent me photos of you doing uh, so many things on the spectrum. It's incredible. <laughs> and you're able to you. show those looks. And that makes a casting director be very interested, not just the same picture over and over and over again. Right. As long as it's reflecting what you pretty much exactly look like to your hair. It doesn't matter if it's like mm -hmm. exactly 
exactly a selfie at this you're moment. Brand but new. I mean, how do you break in? You know, how, how do you gain the trust of somebody like Heather? Um, a good a good way is um, get your friends to start um, taking photos of you every time you go out and do something different. <laughs> right. You're all dressed up for a party. Take a headshot. Take a uh, three quarter shot. Take a full body shot. Gotcha. And just put it in your phone. And then um, every day that that uh, you look. Uh, have a different look or different clothes. If you're dressed for business, you're dressed for going out to the beach, you're, you gotcha. know, just uh, start building a database of uh, pictures of yourself gotcha. um, in all of those different scenarios. And then you'll have that um, because, like I said, a lot of the castings happen okay. within 30 minutes. That's and true. This this is, you have to have a very flexible schedule to do this, right? Right. I mean, you've got you to be ready to you go. You can't just change into, a, into a, a bathing suit and flip-flops and try to get your pictures in you know, in 30 minutes uh, if you're at the you, some, office. That's true. That is true. That would be very awkward if you're at the office. <laughs> yes. Because, um, you know, a lot, a lot of people do this part time. Some people do it uh, a lot more, right? Um, oh, definitely. And, and you have you have multiple jobs yourself, right? Um, I do. Um, the wonderful thing about um, being a background uh, extra is that it's it's totally gig economy. So so you can it's gig work. You can you can decide. Okay, well, this work I'm I'm doing these two jobs, but I have Wednesday through Saturday available. So Heather's site is really great because it's built um, as a grid, like a, a calendar. calendar. Okay, and you can just go and click on those days and go, well, look at that. You know, Thursday, there's something with uh, my description. Bang, you put your pictures in. The next thing you know, Heather's called you and you're on set. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely really helpful for all the users, not just us being able to pick exactly what day because, of course, people have other jobs. So it's really, it's helpful. I mean, the pay is not grandiose, right? Um, but uh, it's, it's <laughs> well, that's the real sore spot of, of, of being background. <laughs> sure, I mean, you, it's, um, it's minimum wage or slightly above, depending. Unless right, you do stand-in work, and you could tell us a little bit about what you can do to make a little extra money, right? On sure, you're never going to get rich at this point in Georgia <laughs> doing background because it is a right-to-work state. Um, they, for the most part, um, know that the productions know that, and they um, ask that um, that we only get just slightly above um, minimum wage. Gotcha. Um, some of them are moving towards a little more progressive prices. Um, uh, what is it, like 80 uh, or, or 80 for eight or that sort of thing. So it works out to be about $10 an hour. Right. Most of them are about $8 an yeah. hour. And, and if, if it's really far away, sometimes they'll give you a little bit of a gas bonus too. Right. You can, you can, you'll get a gas bump if you have to go. Uh, they really call it a gas bump. A gas bump, yes. <laughs> yeah. There are bumps for all sorts of things. You okay. get um, so uh, in fact, just recently, on uh, I got a, a, a blood bump. Oh, yeah, because, because she was all prosthetic or you had some blood and things different. A blood bump is yeah. fascinating. I, I had prosthetics on me uh, and to look, look like big gashes and wounds, and, and they had to pour uh, uh, this liquid all over me. I think some of the people obviously are doing this, you know, maybe between jobs or just as a part time. Some people want to break into the business, so and maybe become, a, you know, get on crew or become actors. And um, it's a wonderful way uh, to introduce yourself to to life on a set, and also uh, for you to find out um, whether your your material for for the type of job. Right. A lot of people uh, don't understand the incredibly long hours that are usually required. Oh, the soft. Sausage being made isn't always a lot of fun, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see how it's made. I know. It's um, like, you're take there. Twenty-three. Oh my goodness! Uh, you're there for at least twelve hours on on any given set, 
Um, and I have been on sets that have gone uh, 18 and a half hours. Wow. Uh, there was a set that went 20 hours before we were released. And you can't leave because right. of uh, continuity. So if you don't have the entire day set aside uh, and know that, that that may be expected of you, it's it's not something that you're just going to walk into. Right. Um, but it also uh, gives you the opportunity to see what everyone else on crew is doing. So you get to see, oh, this is this was. <laughs> what a grip does this is what a you, you can also figure out which um which sets are more um I guess, productive than others. Some oh, my goodness. Um, and we, as uh, background, we have uh, Facebook pages uh, where we talk to each other. And private, right? Like nobody. Private pages yeah. um, uh, that you can get onto, which, again, this is something that you would find out once you get onto a set and you're sitting and holding, start talking to everybody, network, so and find out. you kind of know the reputations of certain right. sets and certain so, places. So if a set is really bad or they don't have great holding or they have terrible food or the <laughs> <laughs> or they're disorganized, right. or they're they're mean towards their uh, extras. You know, it gets uh, around. Word gets it gets around. around fast, and that's and where we come in. And then you know, we have to make sure that we do something about it because we don't, as an extras casting director, we don't want people to be unhappy on our set, or, and or, it's, or to start saying no, I don't want to go. Correct. On that show. So you know, we always want to make sure. I take a lot of pride to make sure the productions I choose are really fair to my background, and anytime there's not something going on that's fair, as long as I'm notified about it, I'm always on top of it because I do not tolerate anything except perfection. These people are doing a lot for a small amount. So at the very least, we need to treat them like gold because without them, we literally will look so silly. Well, thank you. Atlanta is a busy town for this stuff. So there's lots of opportunities. Thank you, ladies. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Let's see what's happening in and around Atlanta over the next 10 days. Humans aren't the only ones getting decked out in costume for the spookiest time of the year. The dogs are at it too. Well, at least the ones who will consent to getting dressed. Go and see who's a good dog at the annual Doggy Halloween Parade at the Decatur Farmer's Market on October 26th. The pups will strut their stuff at 11 a.m., but the Farmer's Market is open from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. for fall produce and other goodies. And, of course, there's a prize for the most creative costume. And human costumes are encouraged as well, and it's even better if it matches the pup. The Doggy Halloween Parade at the Decatur Farmer's Market happens at 11 a.m. Saturday, October 26th at the First Baptist Church of Decatur on Claremont Avenue. Find out more at facebook.com slash Decatur Farmer's Markets. The Marcus Jewish Community Center of Atlanta's annual book festival will kick things off with a familiar face. Henry Winkler, who is better known as an actor, will join co-author Lynn Oliver to talk about Alien Superstar, their new middle-grade series about a space alien who visits Hollywood as a tourist and becomes a sensation. That opening night conversation, with tickets ranging from $15 to $75, will kick off more than two weeks of author appearances, discussions, and book signings. The festival will offer many more opportunities for folks who love to read. Among the other authors on the slate, are Alice Hoffman on November 10th and former South Carolina Governor and UN Ambassador Nikki Haley on November 17th. The festival concludes with an appearance by Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton on November 18th. The book festival of the MJCCA takes place at Marcus Jewish Community Center of Atlanta at 5342 Tilly Mill Road in Dunwoody on October 31st through November 18th. 
Series passes for non-members are $180, but that doesn't include a few of the bigger events. Tickets are available for individual events and prices vary on those. Get all the info at atlantajcc.com. More than 40 local restaurants will be dishing out samples at the annual Taste of Kennesaw on Cherokee Street in downtown Kennesaw on Saturday, November 2nd. They'll also have two stages of live music and a kids' play area. Participating restaurants will also be competing in several categories including Best Entree and Best Dessert. Admission to the event is free, but food samples will cost you $1 to $4 each. Taste of Kennesaw happens in downtown Kennesaw from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. on Saturday, November 2nd. You'll find all the details at Kennesaw.com. The Cabbage Town Chomp and Stomp Chili Cook-Off and Bluegrass Festival gets a healthy start with a 5K run at 8 a.m. November 2nd, and then comes the calories as teams and restaurants compete for chili supremacy. Of course, there's plenty of music too, which won't put on a single pound. In fact, it might help shed a few, as will a walk around the artist market. A spoon, your ticket to the festival and your implement for chili ingestation, can be purchased for $10. You can also purchase tokens for beer and liquor at the four welcome centers on the day of the festival. The fest opens at 11 a.m. Saturday, November 2nd with music happening all day long and you can chow down beginning at 12.30 p.m. The fest takes place in the Cabbage Town neighborhood right by Oakland Cemetery. Find out more at chompandstomp.com. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felicien. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guen. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta.